Fast snacks, fast food, fast reviews. Snack Masters Inc., a podcast served to you in 30 minutes or less. Snack Masters Incorporated. Snack Masters. Snack Masters. You'll be snacking with the Snack Masters. Snack Masters. Welcome to Snack Masters Incorporated. I'm Dooner, here with the silent but deadly MSG. MSG, did you have to let it linger? <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, how's it going over there, man? You doing good? The lead singer of the Cranberries died recently. Yeah. And they sing, they sang Don't You Have to Let It Linger, right? That was their song. Did that sound? Yeah, they've got a they've got a few more hits than I realized. I yeah, heard one of their songs, I guess it was what, Twister the other day on the radio, and I, I remember liking that song. Mm, pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, Zombie, that was obviously like their huge hit. Yeah, you can look it up. And it sounded a lot like Disarm by Smashing Pumpkins. The the guitar in there is very similar. Yes, it was, yeah. We were talking off there about how much water we both drink, and for me, one of it is to it, I guess it helps dilute the acid in my stomach, and we were talking about water tolerance. You said you drink like a growler of water. It's 64 ounces of water. So you're drinking like two gallons of water a day. And I mentioned the same thing. And if I like go a day where there's, I haven't had water until like afternoon, you know, I start peeing sand. It comes out, you know, it's like <laughs> golden sand. It comes out on a painful and granular level. <laughs> <laughs> well, just really quick to clarify, I drink about five of those growlers a day at work. So 10 liters in a 12-hour shift. So well, We recently came across a news story, and it was about the ingestible pill that can track fart development <laughs> in real time on your phone. It's a fart pill. <laughs> oh, somebody's stepping a duck. It calculates the makeup of gases in your stomach, how long it takes to digest things, how fiber moves things through your system. <laughs> Things like that, just just basic sort of stomach tracking. We haven't been really able to get out with. Uh, at this level, it's a bit like inner space. Dated reference, dated reference. You get this white pill, and you you throw this capsule in there, and it only stays in your system, obviously, as long as uh, it takes to digest it. Which here, curiously enough, they give you some stats on that. How long do you think, uh, if you're to swallow one of these pills, for example, how long do you think it would sit? in your body for? I think a couple of days to go through the uh, intestinal tract all the way, but I'm not going to do it. I mean, I read the story, I read the article and all that stuff. And again, I, I still didn't understand why. It just seems like, you know, a couple of sophomoric crads came up with this idea, these little nerdy scientists and stuff. And I, I hope they glean some sort of valuable information from this, but it just seems like, come on, what, what are you doing? You know? You are a whip scientist and you could be a whip villain. No, I think this is valuable. We don't have this information. Why are you crapping on the guys? <laughs> Beyond, I don't know. I just, and again, I'm not gonna. I've, I've read about these other tracking devices where you can swallow this thing and they get some kind of data from it and stuff, but I'm not gonna sign up for it. It just seems weird to me. When I first heard that, my initial like thought on this was you'd go to the store and it would come like a really nice package, like a, you know, like an iPhone in a box with a USB charging cable and you know your little <laughs> fart pill and some directions, and you download an app. And what it would do is it would, it would like preemptively help you. You know, it would it would let you know when you're about to fart. It would give you like a countdown, so you would know to get out of the room or stick your butt in your your brother's face or touch up in the bed. How dare you break wind before me? I'm sorry, baby. I didn't know it was your turn. But it doesn't do that. It's it's like uh, trying to predict earthquakes. That's how that's what like farts are. 
they, you know, they're going to read like seismic activity and you can put that stuff down, but you'll never know exactly when the earthquake will hit. And apparently here you can do like the buildup of gases, but you never know when that sort of perfect storm is going to happen. That's going to give you that. But I think they could get there and I hope they develop this because imagine if it did, it, it was able to tell you based on the gas that was in your stomach and how it was forming. Not only like when and how you were going <laughs> to fart, but like what kind of fart it would be. <laughs> you don't think there'd be valuable info? That have I ever told so, you about? So the invention that I want to make, and I, if somebody wants to, somebody listening to this, they want to start a Kickstarter with me because they're, they're industrial designers. I want to make a toilet that can weigh your poo, <laughs> and it would like, but it would have like a backboard to it, like a like a pinball machine of a scoreboard on it, and it would it would like display the weight on there, and it might even dispense tickets like a skee ball machine. If you got a higher score, or you you hit some you know some barriers on there, and also you could put like your initials in. Because like, how embarrassing would it be if someone came over your house and they broke the high score on your own toilet? <laughs> what I've never no okay yeah. <laughs> You've never looked down at the toilet and been like, I, I wonder how much that weighs. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And, uh, you know. Did you fart, Rick? Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> this isn't something I always <laughs> talk about or whatever. I'm, you know, alone in the bathroom. I tend to keep it to myself what goes on. But, yeah, I mean, I think sometimes, like, wow, that's, that was notable, <laughs> you know? That's not a moan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, no, I've never thought about making it into uh, a contest. I have been curious, like, how much weight did I just lose? Um, and you could do that, I guess, right? You could just weigh yourself, then then go, and then weigh yourself again. But uh, who really does that? There's a lot of planning. Plus, you don't know. Sometimes you don't know it's going to be like an epic monster that you're gonna have to like, you know, have a, a priest read less rights to or take off of life support. You know, like call Kevorkian in here. Like this thing can't live. Yeah, no, and I can tell you where I work. That's one of the things we we try to promote is people's mm. bodies restoring back to normal function. So. I've been a part of it where people have, haven't been able to go for seven or eight days and we finally, you know, do what, what works. And man, it's sometimes it's like, holy cow, I really, I'm impressed. So just some quick facts, because I mentioned them and uh, I hate when podcasts or, or news shows mention something, then they don't, they don't go back to it. Oh, yeah. But here are just some quick facts on how this pill moved through someone's body. It took 20 hours to get from one end to the other. It spent four and a half hours in the stomach, 2.5 hours in the small intestine, and then the rest of the time, the 13 hours cruising through the colon, where there's a ton of uh, anabolic bacteria that doesn't require steroids. <laughs> no. No, it doesn't require oxygen. That helps break down your food and turn things into fatty blockchains and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, there's interesting stuff, to, especially people who have issues with, uh, you know, bacteria levels in their stomach, probiotics, all that kind of stuff. So I think there's value in here, even though you like to crap on the fart pill. No, I just I think it's, uh, you know, depending on what they use it for. And speaking of going to the bathroom, I got some TGI Friday snacks this week, <laughs> and I'm not crapping on TGI Fridays. I worked as a host at a TGI Fridays for one summer, and um, part of hosting duties was cleaning the bathroom, and one of the grossest bathroom experiences I'd seen was at TGI Fridays, so it's sort of hard for me not to associate the two. But either way, that didn't deter me. It's been a while. You know, I've gotten over those memories, and I have a therapist now, so uh, I've got the TGI Fridays potato skins, cheddar and bacon, and the party bites, buffalo and ranch. These potato skins have been around for a while. I hadn't seen the buffalo and ranch before. And there used to be another brand of potato skins out. I think by Keebler. Do you know what I'm talking about? They're potato skins that were out forever, but now they're just TGI Fridays. I don't know if TGI Fridays bought that brand. They, they taste almost exactly the same. Yeah, no, I remember. I'm actually a, a big fan of those. I like them a lot, but I remember the Keebler ones, yeah. Well, 
These are the TJR Fido's Potato Skin Snacks, Cheddar and Bacon. I have not had these in quite some time. But growing up as a kid, I really loved the potato skins. I, You know, as an appetizer, I like potato skins. As long as they use, like, real bacon. When they use, like, bacon bits, it leaves a bad aftertaste. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. But these are good. Let's check the crunch factor on here. These are nice. They, they look like they were cut from real potatoes, the way they, they've all curled up when they bake and everything. The top layer is seasoned quite a bit more than the bottom layer. The bottom layer might not even really be seasoned. It could just be picking that up from its neighbors in the bag. But uh, let's see what kind of crunch we got going on in this bag of skins. Yeah, decent. I mean, they're uh, they're basically on the same level as a chip of about this thickness, which is uh, you know more than a Lay's or a Pringle, slightly less than the Wise Ridgies. But there's something to gnaw into on here. The bag is relatively large. I don't know if this would uh, this would work for the ladies who like to keep these in their purse. <laughs> I didn't know that was a big issue until we had last week's episode and we were talking about those lady Doritos. These are good. I mean, these taste so much like the old potato skins I had. I can only hope but assume that these are the same thing. Uh, I'm trying to see who makes these. And, uh... Oh, you know what? These are certified gluten-free, kosher, and no trans fat. Partially produced with genetic engineering. I always like to see that. It means that they're uh, they're getting science involved and doing their best. There's 140 calories, 16 chips to serving 8 grams of fat. Yeah, these are decent stuff. I like the crunch on here. The bacon seasoning is good, but not trying to be overpowering. I feel like some of the newer stuff that has bacon on, they really turn up the dial on bacon. This seems like uh, more of a bacon 1.0 type of flavor. The cheddar is nicely balanced. Maybe a little bit too seasoned for my taste, but these are a good 6.5. I found these at the dollar store, so a dollar for the bag. I think it's uh, totally worth it, man. Nice. I see them all the time at the dollar store, so when I'm there, I'll pick up a bag if I see them there. Yeah, so this time I went with, uh, I actually went down to the chip aisle and I was looking for something unique, something I'd never had before. And uh, I didn't really see anything that caught my eye. So I actually went ventured over to the health food aisle, which is sort of uh, uncharted territory for me. And I, I found the uh, I found Kettle Brand Potato Chips Korean Barbecue. Now, these are only in the health food aisle because they're non-GMO, certified gluten-free, this that, and they tout the healthiness and the uh, energy responsibility that they have. They have, uh, you know, they use solar energy and all that stuff. So standard stuff as far as macros goes, it's 140 calories for eight chips, eight grams of fat, 150 of sodium, one gram of sugar, two grams of protein, 16 carbs. So I'm going to pop these in one of my, I actually kind of snuck one while you were talking. I let it dissolve just to get the flavor and stuff, but I'm going to go ahead and crunch one of these because they are kettle chips. A lot of the appeal of that is the crunch. So I'm going to go ahead and fire one of these in and lay here at Yeah, that, that's some crunch factor there, especially on the initial bite. The first two chomp downs, I was, I was hearing uh, a lot of crunch. That's what, as you mentioned, you come to expect from the Kettle brand of potato chips. Mm-hmm. Kettle has gotten very adventurous with their flavors. I think that you did a maple bacon on here a little while ago. This uh, Korean barbecue, I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the picture of the bag that you had sent me, and uh, it looks good. Nice purple color. What is that a bowl of that they're showing us? Is that like a bowl of Korean barbecue food? It must be. Without the lid on there, and there's actually like, you see some Korean writing underneath there. I'm not sure what that says but uh yeah these are pretty good oh, like a hibachi yeah there you go they're pretty good again there's the familiar crunch you definitely get a hit of garlic when you taste it and when you look at the ingredients kind of the first thing that they actually flavor these with is garlic powder now there's paprika spices molasses powder there's a surprisingly you know one of the third ingredient on here is sugar so whatever mixture that they made for these spices it's it's it is very sweet uh which is kind of from my experience not having eaten a lot of korean barbecue i know that it is kind of sweet there is some spiciness to it beyond the garlic. There's kind of a, once you 
follow there's some kind of pepper sort of taste there you know it's a really good mixture it's a really good meld of salty sweet uh spicy and savory i really i really enjoy these again i don't really have a benchmark for what korean barbecue is supposed to taste like there's definitely uh not a hint of any kind of meat in there kind of like a barbecue sauce or something like that but these are pretty dang good i give these probably a an eight or a nine I really like what they've done here. Is there anything you could, because uh, I'm trying to picture the flavor in my head. And Karina, I, I think I'm almost there, but is there something like in the real world that, that you've eaten that it, it kind of equates to? Like you meant, does it have a barbecue sauce flavor to it? Not like a Southern barbecue sauce, but, uh, or is it like a soy sauce? Is it a tangy, like sweet soy sauce type of flavor? No, I, it's funny to mention because that's what I would go to. It, it's almost like they took a twist of uh, the regular barbecue chip and just kind of added a little more sweetness on the front end and a little more spice on the back end. Not far off of like a, you know, a standard, oh, some of that spice catching my throat there. Um, <laughs> standard uh, Lay's. <coughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Guy over here. I'll let you, I'll let you, I'll let you, I'll, I'll let you recover over there. I'll let you, I'll let you recover. Um, I'll jump over these Buffalo Ranch. Once you, uh, once you get the, uh, the spice out of your, out of your throat, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be okay. And uh, if I don't hear from you soon enough, I'll, I'll notify the authorities. Or you'll have to do CPR on yourself or the Heimlich. Have you ever done CPR or the Heimlich maneuver? Just anything other than like a dummy? No. <clears throat> my brother did the Heimlich on me when I was probably about 12. He fired a piece of steak out of my stomach. And I was like fighting him off the whole time. It was, you know, just weird. <laughs> Are nurses like police officers? You know, like with cops, they say like, you know, 99% of them never even fire their weapon in active duty. Do like 99% of nurses never actually give like CPR or do the Heimlich maneuver in active duty? No, I, I think uh, most nurses on my floor, I've never done CPR on somebody, but I've never had the the. the the need hasn't arisen, but yeah, there's several nurses on my unit that have done CPR on people. Sure. You ever get to hit anyone with the paddles? No, no. Usually when that happens, I step out of the way because there's like these trained professionals that come up and that's their deal. So you just kind of uh, step to the side, let them do their thing. Like trauma? Yeah. Well, these other TJ Fridays I have here, these are the Party Bites Buffalo Ranch Baked it says that uh, you get actually it says you get 25% more. And this is a dollar store hookup. I got these at the Dollar Tree. And it says, uh, I like when they clarify it, though, because sometimes it'll say 25% more and you'll be like, more than what? <laughs> you know? But here it says, compared to our regular 3.25 ounce bag. So it's got that going for it. Now, I'm curious, though, are the potato skins? No, the potato skins are four ounces. And these are four ounces. But the potato skins don't brag about the fact that there's 25% more. Hmm. Maybe the party bites used to be smaller. But either way, these are Buffalo Ranch TGI Friday's party bites. You get 28 pieces, four servings to a bag, 140 calories, 7 grams of fat, 16 carbohydrates, no sugar, no protein, really. Well, one gram. These look like cheese balls or, yeah, cheese balls, not cheese doodles. They're um, a little bit more uh, elongated or cylindrical than your typical cheese ball. A little thinner, but... They look well-coated. They got a dark seasoning on here. Buffalo Ranch, popular flavor. Let's see how they execute this one. And let's see the crunch factor. I'm not anticipating a ton because it's like a cheese ball, but let's see. Hmm. Well, you got like that initial sort of granular crunch. And hmm. yeah, these are pretty good too. It starts off where you get, you get the tart of the buffalo. And then you get some cool from the ranch. And then you get just a little bit of heat at the tail end, which is uh, almost like replicating of eating a buffalo wing. We were talking about buffalo wings a few weeks ago. With the buffalo wing chips, I think that this is a nicer flavor. My only sort of flaw in here is I'm not the biggest cheese ball fan in the world. They're not the best delivery, in my opinion, for snacks. But all in all, like, all in all, really solid. 
I thought they might be able to execute one part, either the buffalo or the ranch side, but they really got those flavors to work in concert together. And it's just really nice how they, they spread out over your palate as the flavor moves through your, uh, your senses. Have you had, you know, I, you mentioned you've seen like the potato skins at the dollar store. Have you seen these Buffalo Ranch party bites? Have you had them before? No, if I have, I've, I've passed them by. I haven't seen them that I recall. What would you rate them at? Oh, uh, jeez. I think I like them more than the skins, you know, and I said the skins are like a 6.5. So these are around like a, a seven. They're not terrifically better than the skins. They add a nice differentiator to the whole Buffalo Ranch is kind of a, a crowded category now. But to have it on a cheese ball gives you a different sensation, the different delivery system. Well, not always my favorite. A welcome change for a well-walked flavor. Wow. Walt Whitman. Walt Whitman! Ah! Leave the grass, man! All right. In, in my quest to find new snacks and try kind of off the beaten path sort of deal. I picked up these Hawaiian kettle stop potato chips. It's the Hawaiian brand. And these are sweet chili. And what really grabbed my eyes, it says that they're sultry and smooth. It says right on the bag. I've never had a sultry chip. I've never associated that word with chips. Like my legs. <laughs> yeah, right. It's got this uh, Hawaiian shirtless Hawaiian guy with a, you know, standard Hawaiian kind of accessories and things he's wearing and a grass skirt yeah no it's like, a lay okay, it's kind of like a towel sort of thing wrapped around but he's got grass uh headband and some kind of bead necklace and stuff and i mean they definitely hit the sultry part i guess but and it says they're spe- special batch number eight i missed special batches one through seven apparently but uh thought i'd give these a shot and uh i'm gonna go ahead again with the uh with the crunch on these so you can hear it um so again, typical, you know, uh, what kettle chip crunch. You know, I got to say, I tried one of these before. It's almost like a punch in the face of, of chili powder. The first thing that gets in your mouth is it's just caked on the outside of this chip. They're very, very saturated with this chili powder. It's just falling off of there. You know, and then as it as it progresses through your palate to cross your tongue and all that, you get the this, this sweetness. There's not a whole lot of garlic flavor on here just because I think the chili powder itself overpowers that. I like the crunch. It's just way too much, way too much chili powder for me. I don't think they really uh, got inventive with this flavor. I don't think of them as sultry or smooth. I'd say they're a five. I'm going to put them upstairs, see if the rest of the family goes through them. In late night when I'm just sitting watching TV or whatever, I'll probably have a few just to, so they don't go to waste. But oh wow. these definitely are my favorite and they can't, they definitely can't hang with the, uh, with the Korean barbecue flavor. Not even close. Do they have a pineapple flavor on there? Does it taste like pineapple at all? Or is that not a part of the uh, profile? No, no. I mean, there's no there's no indication of any fruit flavor or anything like that. I'm even looking through the uh, onion powder, garlic powder, stuff like that. I think what they're really trying to do is the, the chili powder, which I, 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 don't, I don't really associate with Hawaii. Have you ever been to Hawaii? No. Okay. Well, I have been to Hawaii, my friend, and I can tell you, they got plenty of chili pepper there. I was uh, in Maui when I was 10 years old. The only time I've ever been to Hawaii. But I remember I thought the coolest thing was my hotel had a water slide at it. I went to a luau there as well, but I think it was like uh, like a white person luau, you know, like a, like a novelty luau and not very traditional or anything. There was like the pig there. There was plastic lays. I think my dad was at some sort of business convention and it was right like up until like the like 1990, they used to like pay families to bring their families with them on vacation. That kind of like all stopped. But I think that was like one of the last ones we went on through through business. But it was cool. You know, I would I would recommend 
Hawaii. I don't recall if I had any potato chips there, but I'm looking at the bag for the brand that you got, and I have I've seen that bag before, and I know it's been around for quite some time. Did you have? Did you give a rating on these yet? Yeah, I, I gave them a five. I know they have like a, a kind of a Walla Walla onion or sweet onion flavor of Hawaiian brand, and those are, those are pretty good. I get those instead, but I don't think that they're. This must be like a limited edition or something like that. It says again with the special batch number eight. I think they're just kind of trying these, and I can't imagine they're really going to take off unless you just really love chili powder because that's the predominant flavor, and that's about all you get out of it. It's chili powder. We're Snackmasters Inc. That's I N C, not I N K. You can find this episode as well as well as all of our old ones at SnackmastersInc.com. We're also on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere podcasts are heard around the world. We're on Instagram at Snackmasters Inc. There we have all of our food photos, mini reviews, and videos. Speaking of videos, we have a YouTube channel at Snackmasters Inc. at Snackmasters Inc. on Twitter and Snackmasters Inc. at gmail.com if you have any suggestions. So, MSG, we started the show off talking about a fart pill. And was there a time in your life when taking that fart pill, if it could have preemptively warned you, would have done you a big favor? Like, what is the worst fart story? Like, your worst farting moments? Like, it couldn't have been any more inopportune. Uh, you know, it's it's really funny you mention it because I'm usually, you know, I'm a, I'm a guy where I feel it coming. I'm going to duck out and this and that. But working 12 hours in a row at work, I mean, it's, it's inevitable. I mean, it's going to come out. You don't have a lot of warning. You've got a lot of stuff going on. You can't always just bolt out of the room or out of the area. But I got to tell you, this is very timely because the other night I was working. I was standing at the desk. It was the end of the night. So I'm, I was charge nurse that night. So I was passing a report onto the other person. I'm in the nurse's station and I'm standing right behind the secretary. So she's sitting, I'm standing right behind her and I'm talking to this nurse and one just came out. Like it was, <laughs> There was no predicting it. I didn't know it was going to happen. And I was probably, uh, I was probably like six inches from her ear when it, because she was where she was sitting. And I just, I mean, I, I didn't know what to do. I just played it off like okay. it didn't happen. You know I mean? I didn't know what else to do other than, hey, I'm sorry. I just farted like in your ear. But uh, yeah. So what did you do? Nothing. I just, I was absolutely mortified and hoped that she didn't. But I just kind of like segue, you know, just straight back into my conversation. And uh, I didn't know like, oh, I'm, do you apologize? Do you hope it doesn't smell? Luckily, there wasn't, I, at least to me, there wasn't a big smell or anything like that. But it was just, uh really mad. Did you? Did she acknowledge it, or was she just like, you know what, that didn't happen? Uh, she didn't say anything. I'm, I'm, I don't know if she. Oh man, I don't know. There was no fallout from it. I haven't seen her since. I don't know if it's spread throughout the hospital. Other people talking about it, or you know, she's just, definitely told other people. She's uh, like that guy, like MSG, farted <laughs> right next to my ear. Bad. <laughs> like, come on, he gave me some fart earmuffs. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I want to apologize, but to her, but. Uh, yeah, what about what about you? What's your story? I was in Catholic school when I was in second grade, and that was around the time we were doing communions and stuff. So we had to go to is a school called St. Joseph's, and there was a, a church attached to the school. And we would go there, I think, every Thursday, and we'd go through rehearsals and this. But I think this was just a regular mass, like a school mass with the students. So the church wasn't really that full, and it was very, very vibrant and very echoey. And you picture an old New England Catholic church made of stone and pillars and marble. It's a gigantic echo chamber. So a piano sounded beautiful in there. We were at the section there where, you know, the, the, we did like Hosanna in the highest, and then the priest did a reading, and he grabs the book. And, uh, the, the, I guess that's the Bible, but it's a really big, like, elegant, <laughs> ornate Bible. And he's walking over to the chamber to go bless the Eucharist and the wine. And then as he's walking over, I thought I was just going to let one sort of like, you know, sw like squeeze out. But it ricocheted off of the wooden pew. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
and it just, it just echoed like the voice of God throughout the church. <laughs> like it just like reverberated like a huge Bose stereo sound system. And like uh, you know, once the fart echoes subsided, you could hear a pin drop immediately. Like nurse, uh, the nuns. They turn around, they shoot over, and two of them grab me, and they bring me to the headmaster's office. Like, fortunately, I did not get paddled, but they, they pulled me out of school for the rest of the day. They made my mom come down, and my mom was like, oh, what's he in trouble for? And they're like, yeah, he farted in church. She was like, um, well, what was he supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's, is that where the saying came from, maybe? Like, it went over like a fart in church? I've heard that from, you know, hillbilly. They definitely... <laughs> Yeah, they didn't go over. Oh, they didn't. They didn't go over well. And you know, sorry, sorry, God for letting that one, <laughs> letting that one go. Uh, it's a na- it was a natural act, though. The the other time one like caught me that actually like a, like as a kid because that's kind of funny that didn't. But one that kind of affected me is I was on I was on this date with this girl I worked with, and we're going to the Boston Symphony Orchestra, <laughs> and um, we're driving through the tunnel in Boston, and it's it's really quiet in the car, like awkwardly quiet we have heated seats in the car and like in this, this Audi my parents had to, it just started making things start moving around. So I thought I was kind of like, you know, I was taking a, an educated guess here, but I thought I could, I could let, again, I could let one slide, but it, it uh, rippled off and it didn't ricochet like in the church, but it rippled instead. It was like, like that off the, uh, off the leather seat. And um, the first thing I think to say was like, damn, so many potholes. <laughs> nice. Did you did you turn the radio up so it wouldn't smell so bad? <laughs> like, like up all night, sleep all day, I slaughter, just start blasting that on the radio. Like, yeah, shock their system. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh yeah. See, that's why I surround myself with dogs and my children. You always have a patsy. You always have someone to blame it on and someone to point to <laughs> speaking of kids snackmaster jr blow us away what do you have pudding sandwich mama is a pudding sandwich good uh-huh. what does it taste like <laughs> pudding sandwich <laughs> Incorporated Snack Master Snack Master You'll be snacking with the Snack Master